It's Daisy. And Abby. And And we we are are the Eater Eater Girls. So we just want to start out our podcast by saying that we are so excited that you're A, listening to it right now because this is our first official podcast. Um, And we're really excited because we feel like Eater Girls has made a little bit of an impression Mm -hmm. so far. Uh, We've had lots of good feedback. Yeah, we've got a little following here. Um, And we're really excited about it. So we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about... um, some of the feedback we've gotten some messages yeah messages stories of people who have listened and really enjoyed it so the other day i was talking to my mom on the phone and she said i was just talking to your grandma and she was dying laughing at your podcast and i was like hmm that that's nice but it wasn't really that funny like why was she laughing so hard and she said because she remembers when i was like eight or nine years old and would bring snacks upstairs for like a midnight and snack hide and hide them like in my in my bed somewhere and then like someone would find them and my grandma was like she's always been an eater girl and now there's just a term for it yes. but she's always been this person i mean not just like a foodie but you know just an eater girl exactly i love that because that's so personal and it's come from my family so i guess my mom has always said that and then for someone else to kind of yeah, realize right Oh, wait, she's always been an eater girl. There's just a name for it now. So I had a moment. I was in an Uber ordering food, and the Uber driver was listening to me on the phone, obviously, because we weren't talking, and I was having to specify how I wanted my meat cooked. So I said medium rare, and the way I said it was kind of like medium rare, duh. Like, how else would I have chosen it? So he laughed and had this whole reaction, and we ended up having a – 15 or 20 minute conversation about just food to which at the end I told him oh I actually also have a podcast called Eater Girls um in case you're wondering and this guy so we had talked about our favorite type of french fries you know shoestring or like um steak fries steak fries like all that we were really debating which one's the best and we were also talking about the fact that if you like your meat cooked well done you probably don't have a soul and Mm -hmm. like to eat dirt which is a complete joke obviously but not so complete but anyways he was saying to me how he had a podcast and when I told he said what's your podcast about and I said oh it's called Eater Girls and sorry I know I just said that but I said it's called Eater Girls and I explained what it was about and he said oh my god and he was so serious I I think I'm an eater girl and he was serious this was not like a Oh, I'm an eater girl or anything. It wasn't making fun of me. Yeah, he was not hyping me up. He was literally just like, I'm an eater girl. Like, I'm definitely an eater girl. (laughs) I, the most joy, the most joyful moment of my weekend. so happy that it's, like, reached many people. And you guys understand the concept that it's not, like, just about food, but a large majority of it has to do with food. Um, So we also wanted to describe, this podcast is about consumption, and we wanted to talk about First, what consumption um, means to the both of us before we get into our uh, grander uh, purpose of consumption. So to me, consumption is a means of obtaining energy, um, whether this be personally or um, actually eating food. And that's what we're going to delve into. But it's a way of making myself have more energy for the day. The more energy I have, the more happier I am, the nicer I am to people. And I think that's what it means most means energy. Okay, for me, I think consumption get, like makes me really excited to talk about it and think about it because we are literally consuming in some form all day. Whether you're listening to somebody or you're 
talking to a friend or you're reading a book or watching a show mm-hmm. or like scrolling on your phone in right. any capacity you're consuming something and then also food of course but um I just like it because I truly believe that what you consume contributes directly to what you are able to put out into the world right your attitude um the relationships you're able to build or mm-hmm. not able to build um and yeah. the goals you're able to reach because it truly does to me just directly relate to what you're able to do. And yeah. I think that that is such an important conversation. And I know that it's something that people always talk about, oh, social media, like be careful and like whatever, but it's not, it, we live with it. That That's the day and age we're in. So I don't yeah. think it's something to be negatively seen as. I think that it should be what we pay attention to right. though. So, right. so we're going to start off with um, consumption in the terms of food. So that's what we traditionally think of when we hear consumption you know like ninth grade health class talking about what fruits and vegetables you need to eat so that you're not morbidly obese when you're in a year when you're 15 years old and you're like oh god i hope i don't eat the wrong vegetable but anyways i think like daisy and i were talking about this week i mean everything in moderation of what you are consuming so i don't think it always has to be i need to eat a bucket of kale to you know have the energy that i need for the day you know what i mean and i think as long as you are planning those things out and i know that's kind of difficult to do to just say oh as long as i can have this donut if i you know don't eat really gross the rest of the day easier said than done obviously but i I think if you talk about that kind of consumption and not make it super negative then it can positively impact your life Um, An example I have from my own life with food consumption is I've recognized this semester that if I eat a breakfast that is not extremely heavy, but make sure I eat the breakfast and it has somewhat, you know, has vegetables in it, I 100% have much more energy for my day. And I've recognized that as such a positive form of consumption in my life that I don't think I was really paying attention to last year or even this summer. And it's made such an impact on what I can do in the first couple hours of my morning. What's your favorite breakfast? Right now, thank you for asking. <laughs> right now, I'm into an egg white omelet with like spinach, I thought tomatoes. You were say egg bites, and I was be like, mm-hmm. no, same thing though. <laughs> egg white omelet, spinach, tomato. I put a little like uh, salsa on it and put avocado on it. Somehow it fills me. I don't even know how. Usually I need like a full breakfast to say, yep, I'm ready for the day, but it, it fills me. And I don't know, it might just be really early in the morning that it happens, but. Yeah, I was going to say, that's one thing to keep in mind is that Abby and I are usually up earlier than oh, most, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, we wake up at like seven, naturally. Yeah. I don't get it. There's a shining light in our room every morning though. It's yeah. at 7 a.m. Okay, so um, another part of consumption that's really important, I think, it's, and it's, stems away from food but ties in and Mm -hmm. we'll kind of go into that but is people so the people that you surround yourself with the people that you um pay attention to and one way to look at this i think that really opened my eyes i don't know who said it to me but someone said to me pay attention to whose words linger in your mind Mm -hmm. and i don't know who it was but whoever said it is amazing because i have ever since really paid attention to that and I'm, I've always been an honest person, so I've never really struggled with letting someone know when mm-hmm. something bothers me. But there are things that are pretty personal where I'm in a situation with 
let's say four or five people and then all of them are talking it's not like there's one person talking but then someone's point I walk away with Mm -hmm. and later on it'll just pop back up randomly and I'm thinking hmm okay I don't know why I thought of that but (laughs) whatever and it could be negative or positive honestly because a lot of times it's a positive thing and I'm like wow that was so eye-opening and profound and I just really enjoyed listening to them talk and hearing their opinion but there is a decent number of times where it is not positive and I really hate that because walking away with that it contributes to your mood in a much more subdued way that you don't pay attention to it's like a subconscious thing right which I think and I know the whole eater girls is about food but it almost if you eat something that isn't good for you it kind of lingers later and you're like I don't know why I feel like I'm in such a weird mood right now and it probably had to do with something you ate maybe someone you talked to but those things like so directly correspond Yeah. yeah and I think even sometimes what you want to do, who you want to be around, isn't necessarily who at that time or what at that time you should be surrounding yourself right. with, which is another total struggle that I think um, you have to pay attention to because that can be really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. To, like, say no to something that you genuinely think that you need or want. Right. Being able to decipher what you actually need and who you actually need is yeah. really difficult. Definitely. And sometimes takes weeks and months to realize um it's difficult to just eliminate things yeah and say you know for example oh I, i'm just going to eliminate carbs from my life which daisy and i have been trying to do this week just for different reasons. reasons yeah or you can't just be like I, i'm going to eliminate this person from my life because they don't make me feel good you can't really do that i mean you can yeah. and i've done it but <laughs> you can't directly just yeah like, say especially that. often that's a lot of effort no to and do it's that. a lot on your own like heart you know yeah. it's, it's a lot to do and I, one of my examples from uh, uh, personal consumption of society and the people that were around and um, who we talked to is I had a really difficult time staying on Instagram. I know that sounds really stupid, but be, like being on Instagram, I was like, I'm going to delete this. I don't know why I'm on it. I don't feel like anything I'm consuming from this platform is adding to my <coughs> life in any way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that it's making me a more positive person it's making me feel inspired to go do i just was always getting something negative from it it was like getting a stomach ache almost from eating something bad it's that directly and i and i luckily i didn't do it and i'm happy i stayed on to see you know the dogs of instagram or a funny meme but that's a form of consumption that i was like this is not good for me i need to stop eating this basically i need to stop eating instagram and you can quote me on that. Yeah. Also, we would like to clarify. I think in our last podcast, I said, I talked about consuming people. And <laughs> I really did not mean that. But that's how it came out. Um, but Consuming the energy. Yeah, of people, <laughs> the energies of people. Yes. Um, so another thing to think about, or that I think about quite frequently, um, is the idea that the people, when you're currently around somebody or currently around a group you have to pay attention to how they make you feel it's not about necessarily whether you externally like that person Mm -hmm. or not it's a lot of the inner workings of what how that person makes you feel and that sounds really general I wish that didn't sound so general because it's if you really think about it consciously when you're standing with a group of people and you think pretty much nothing that they contribute to me feels 
good. I don't feel like I'm walking away with a better me. I feel like yeah. I'm walking away a little bit stomped yeah, on. Yeah, like, you don't think there's, there's nothing wrong, like, so Apparent, apparently yeah. wrong, but you don't feel something better, or you feel something bad, but you can't put your finger on it. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. I've had yeah. a lot of encounters like that. And I really dislike that, and I just wish that I'm trying to get better at doing that, but mm-hmm. paying attention to how they make me feel, because it doesn't mean cutting them off or ignoring them completely. It just means... Being aware. Thinking, yeah, being aware and thinking, oh, but they make me feel worse than I would normally feel, so I'm not going to pay attention to mm-hmm. that, maybe. Like, yeah. Just a little bit more of a general thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's just things that you read, watch, and follow, like, people you follow. That's right. a whole different... We deal with that in this age just because social media is so constant, and right. you can read news anywhere you can go. You can read an article. You can read whatever. Right. All the time. There's so much information being absorbed at once and you don't know. And then that's when it's hard to say, oh my gosh, this doesn't really make me feel good. Like in the case of my Instagram thing, it wasn't that apparent that, oh, this isn't really making me feel good because Instagram is supposed to be something that everyone our age loves. It's a platform, yeah. So it's hard to say, step back and say, whoa, I, this doesn't make me feel good when I consume it. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, like the news and... Just, like, negativity in general, I think, is just, like, pay attention to that and make sure you don't surround yourself with that. And I think one thing Daisy and I agree upon with consumption is there needs to be a balance of, you know, what you eat and what you are absorbing via social media platforms and news platforms and you know, listening even to your family members and your friends speak. Like, sometimes you hear something and you say to yourself, this is, I don't need this right now. You can be the loving whatever, but sometimes what you're consuming from someone, you can't let, like, you know, get into your stomach almost in a a symbolic food sense. Yeah. So I think that One thing that we, the Eater Girls, are really big promoters on is that there is a connection with your consumption. Obviously, that's what we're talking about this whole time. But your physical consumption and your mental consumption. Those two things completely align, I think. Because when you're eating for yourself and you're thinking, I feel good because of this. And my body does want that. Even if it's a craving. Even if it's an indulgence. If your body needs it and you take it in you're naturally going to be in a better mood yeah. because you've done something for your body that physically feels good and will translate emotionally with right. other people, with what you interact with. Because then the other thing is you're more in your right mind, I think. Yeah. And when you're in your right mind, you're able to be on social media. And maybe Instagram wasn't making you feel good before, but now you realize, oh, it was actually just a few different people or a few different posts yeah. that were ma- not making me feel good about myself. Right. And so now you're able to decipher that. Because right. you have, like, we have been conscious, at least, yeah. of what you're putting into your body in every aspect. Right. And it, and I think it's cool that it goes from food to people, but it also just goes from people to food. I know sometimes, and this is not just specific to Daisy, but if we have a really good conversation and it makes me feel really creative and powerful, I, you know, I would rather, I'd probably go eat a meal that would give me more energy and, you know, I'd have to cut out a few things that I love, but I would make that choice because of how I consumed our conversation. Yeah. You know, and that would give me so much more energy for the day. So they, they work together so well. And I think that balance is, is very interesting. 
Um, yeah, it's kind of like if, if the conversation that you are consuming with someone does not taste like your absolute favorite food cooked to its best, mm. best <laughs> taste, I don't know, five-star <laughs> chef in Los Angeles cooked it right in front of you, if it doesn't taste like that, you better cut it out of your diet completely. Oh, yeah. And we mean, by diet, we mean anything you consume. Right. So... In conclusion to this episode, we would just like to send you off with a challenge of paying attention to what you're consuming, who you're around, what you're listening to, and the thoughts that linger in your mind later on. And we think that when you make this switch to paying more attention, you will see more positive parts that you can hold on to. The negative parts will become more apparent too, but just focus on those positives for right now. Slowly eliminate. But just pay attention, you know, to what you're consuming. Mindfulness, Mindfulness about consumption. Yes. So have a wonderful weekend. We hope that you have the best Friday ever and that you listen in next week. Yep. We will have another topic ready for you. And follow us on Instagram again if you have not already. It's at Eater Girls, the same as our Spotify. And You post um, pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> we have some pretty cool content. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we hope we see you guys next week. And we're signing off.